East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of East and West with Mario and Les. I, of course, am Les, and this is my co-host, Mario Kiki. Hello, Mario. How are you doing? I am good. How are you, Miss Leslie? I, I am good as well. All right. Just I busy. saw that. I saw that you were in the alleged happiest place on earth last week, or this yeah, week. Yeah, alleged. That's exactly right. <laughs> alleged. Um, we had a really fun time. I was with my adult kids, and we had a good time. But it was hot AF. It was so bad, like brutally hot. And you know what? And I'm glad that you specified you were with your adult kids because when I've gone to Disneyland with kids, it's completely different when they're young and they're oh yeah oh my god I it, I would be like no bathroom breaks and endless like no I can't I can't it's I can't. a lot no it's definitely a lot that is for sure. Could um, you imagine? It's like going to BravoCon with kids. It's like for what? Why would I do this? I <laughs> when you have kids, you have to. Exactly. But definitely, we we drank our way around Disney World this time, so. That Holla. was uh, that was fun and necessary, especially in this heat. So it has been another busy week of Bravo gossip. Oh, and good I Lord. did manage to keep up while I was at Disney World. Um, you know, we have the scandal continuing on, continuing on, um, and this it, it continues this week, and it just seems that there are new details every single second. I, I look at my phone, and it's something new and more Literally. horrible every time. Literally, it's like breaking news, this and that, another lie, another revelation, another twist, another turn. Yeah. I saw Scream 6 last night. There was less mystery in that movie than what's been <laughs> going on with Raquel or Rachel and Tom. Like, it's yeah. just, We're it's... calling her by her given name now, okay? Exactly. Because that's her given name is Rachel. It's not Raquel. And Rachel. I think it's Rachel Levis, not Raquel Levis, by the way. She was trying to sound like French. I think she's just like a, like just a normal... Raquel Levis, that's it. Um, so Rachel, as we were just talking about, uh, she filed a restraining order against Sheena Shea this week, and it was given to her temporarily, but something tells me it's going to be taken away. And that something is the fact that all her friends were posting on Instagram uh, when she lied and said that Sheena gave her the black eye and said she was lying and that she had those scratches and marks on her before Watch What Happens Live. So, I mean... I can't even believe that she would do something like that. Wouldn't well, they? Her, so easy her, to find out. Her own friends are like, enough is enough. And where did they come? Now I want to know where they came from. I can't do another mystery black eye. We had enough with Heather Gay. No, I cannot I do another mystery black eye. But it begs the question, how did this get granted then? Did they just take her word for it? Did they actually see her bruising in person? Yes, she probably like, showed them those phony ass pictures and then some, it was only temporarily. So let's hope they take it away now because then there's no excuse for nobody to be at the reunion, which absolutely. is filming in two weeks. I need everybody there, literally everybody there. I need all everybody that's been there that smelled me her that has too. told me anything i even need uh -huh. you know what if you're an og beverly hills housewife watcher you know who rocio is that is lisa vanderpump's maid i want to know what she, i want to know what rocio has seen too because i know that she God. gets the real gossip oh she gets i'm sure that, she does she gets that deep cheese man we need rocio paging <laughs> rocio come save us bam tell me everything come on I really can't believe how her her supposed real friends dragged her on instagram though just 
And you know what? It speaks to really the, I, I don't know if you saw Lisa Vanderpump on Watch What Happens Live this week, and she made a good point in terms of, now, before I continue, I had this yeah. whole monologue prepared as to how the reactions are and how everybody's acting like, first of all, Sheena Shea's tweet, where she was like, every day I wake up and it's not some terrible nightmare. I'm like, girl. That's what she tweeted? I missed that. Why is it a terrible nightmare for her? Exactly. It wasn't her boyfriend. I'm like, girl, first of all, I had prepared this whole idea of like, okay, Mm -hmm. everybody's acting like they murdered somebody. Everybody's acting like it's some terrible, and it is terrible. I'm not downplaying I'm not downplaying at all. And I was going to go continue on that direction. But I found out just yesterday, one of my good friends is getting cheated on by her partner. And it just completely recalibrated my lens again. Because, and I think that's why everybody is so on the same page and angry. Because Mm -hmm. this is one of these Bravo scandals where it can actually happen to us. Because I was thinking- At first, I was like, there was less anger when Jen Shaw was arrested. There was less Mm -hmm. anger with Tom and Erica. But those Mm -hmm. are like really rich people problems. You know what I mean? So not all of us can scam the elderly or would scam the elderly. Right, and criminal problems. We're not doing that. Yeah, like, exactly. That's like federal stuff. For it to be so, for everybody to have such a visceral emotional reaction, I think it's because everybody can relate to the fact that they know someone or has mm-hmm. been the person or has been the person that's been cheated on. And so definitely when I found out last night or when I found out earlier this week, sorry, I was like, okay, was her name Rachel? And my poor friend was like, what? Like, cause I'm so, I'm so invested. And I'm like, oh my God, Rachel is just now doing it. What is she doing a national tour now? Is she just hopping men? Like what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> but it really, it really just made me think, wow, this is, I, I started thinking, I'm like, no wonder everybody's so furious because like I said, we don't all know somebody that's been indicted for federal crimes, right? but we all know somebody that has been cheated on or has been right. in And I think position. in most of our lives, one of us, you know, we've in all of our lives, we've, we've been cheated on here and there, even like my high school boyfriend, like whatever. I know how it feels not by my husband, hopefully. Thank God. But like, <laughs> not if I have my dating, you know, it's, it's devastating. And I was re heartbroken last night for my friend. And I was like, Oh my God, like, and not that I'm giving so much weight to these people on reality TV, but I've, mm-hmm. it just made me recalibrate why the audience is reacting the way they are, because it's such a relatable and constant right. issue. Like every day, I'm sure somebody finds out, but I digress. It's close but to anyway, home. It, yeah, it hit so sure. close because last night I, because I was sitting on my high horse uh, earlier this week, like, oh, get over it. It's just an affair. Like, oh, who cares? It happens every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then the gods were like, oh, really, bitch? Well, let me throw you some reality. Okay. <laughs> right, because, right. And, and I was just like, okay. You're right. Yeah. So I digress. I can see that too. I feel like if it was one of my friends, my like best friend, and she was being cheated on, I would feel devastated as well. It's completely heartbreaking. And so I have a new layer of empathy. Like I was still seeing these people and they are as characters. Mm -hmm. Because to me, when I watch the show, they're characters on a TV show. They, I forget, or I just don't remember, or I don't know. Like, I think that they are just 
real people. And sometimes I do wonder how contrived is all this? How fake is this? It's a TV right. show. That's, I think that's how I uh, downplay the severity of the stuff. When it came to other like real stuff, like Jen Shaw, Erica Jane stuff, I don't do that. But when it came to this salacious part, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just, a, it's just a TV show is what I kept saying. Right. And now I'm like, man, it's still, no matter how I want to reframe it, the circumstances are what they are. And it's completely fucked up. Like it is so, right. so terrible. And I think for most Bravo-holics, it also crossed our mind that this could have been like a storyline ploy. Exactly. Just no, for it a did. second. Just yeah. for a second. Because bro- like Vanderpump was not great last season. And this year, I actually think it's really good this season, even before I knew this. Now, of course, I'm watching it with a different eye. And that's what I was going to uh, segue into is that, the, you know, we talked about before the scandal broke or scandal broke, we said, oh, the sh- it's a good season. It's improving. Mm-hmm. So we were already blessed with the content that we were being served. So this curveball, like you said, I watched this Wednesday. Now I'm looking everywhere. It's like we are. Oh, it is I know Easter, me too. It is Easter Sunday. We are looking for them Easter eggs. Is she making eye contact with mm-hmm. him? Is she breathing too hard next mm-hmm. to him? Is mm-hmm. she leak? Is she leaking next to him? What is going mm-hmm. on? Like now, everything is completely different. But anyway, keep going. Oh, I went back on the Instagrams also oh, and checked the sure. pictures. Looked in the background. Like I had to play detective there. Anyway, so Sandoval has posted two apologies this week. He's on the tour. Uh, The first one was directed towards people boycotting his businesses, which, you know what? I don't like that. These these businesses, yes, they're owned by, you know, there are a certain amount partners in these businesses with Vanderpump and their other partner, Greg or Brett or whatever his name is. But there's other people that work there and have to make a living to eat and live. So... I wouldn't, I'm not boycotting them. I no, mean, I'm glad I live near them, but I no, am going to Schwartz and Sandy's. And weeks. that's another, that's another thing that I was going to say, like, I've never been the type to, a lot of people, like, they take it upon themselves to go flood the Yelp page. Mm-hmm. and uh, I saw leave, that. I they leave that's bad Google. And I'm like, really? Like, what is this going to accomplish? Like, what is this going to accomplish? Like, okay. Right. And I think that's what Lisa Matterfall was speaking on. It's like, okay, listen, it's all this vigilante justice and, you know, yada, yada. It's terrible. I'm not one. I'll, I'd rather sit here and gossip on a podcast than go and, like, tweet death threats and DM people. Like, that. come on. Like, What's let's, wrong with these people? Exactly. It's, it's, no. These are real people. And there's a lot of people involved in this just besides the Toms. Exactly. Anyway, the, the second um, apology was directed towards Ariana. Um. But I heard, and we'll get to this in a second, because I listened to Kristen's broad, uh, podcast this morning, and I wanted to hear what she had to say about it. Of course, you know, she makes it about herself a little bit, too, but I wanted to hear what she said. Um, the Bravo cameras, we do know, are up and running, getting everyone's reactions, including former cast members. Kristen's filming has been confirmed. I'm not sure who else. Jax keeps tweeting, see you soon on Watch What Happens Live, but I mean, is that real? You know, I, I was very, I'm like, anywhere. I don't need this, these threats, like keep it. Uh, that was very scary to see that. Um, yeah. He, I think we're all blocked by Jax, but you know, the tweets, the screenshots <laughs> are real. Um, I don't even remember when he blocked me or why he blocked me. I think I, but anyway, but yeah, I, I saw got that. unblocked by him. He was threatening Somehow. that he's coming back and I'm just like, oh God, like, oh, have we, God. have we forgotten what we've been through with that man? But anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently this this little nugget came out too that Sandoval allegedly 
knew about Jax hooking up with Kristen and convinced Jax to out the story so he could break up with her and be with Ariana. You know, and that's what I'm, me too. I'm believing like, okay, Sandoval has always been, and I think that's why earlier this week I was thinking everybody has forgotten or we, it's been so long that this show Mm-hmm. was literally sprouted on the affair of Shishi Sheena mm-hmm. Shea right. with Brandy Glanville's ex-husband, Eddie Cibrian. Mm-hmm. That is literally how we started the show. It was an iconic transitional scene where you're watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and then it just segues into Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, that was oh, amazing. I, I know. I get chills thinking oh, about it. I really They don't make it like that the anymore. the whole, like, the opening you can, and everything. Exactly. And, rules. I know. I know. And this is where the show, and, not, and I'm, again, I'm not saying it's okay, but literally every yeah. character on this show has been a villain. Nobody has ever been a hero. Even no. Miss... Even Miss Ariana, God bless, I love her. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, she's had her she's questionable had her moments. moments, and so absolutely, that's why every like the shock reaction is more shocking than mm-hmm. than the actual cheating. It's still right. juicy. It's still fucked up. But I mean, again, maybe because the age of social media amplifies everybody's perception. Mm-hmm. But again, the show was birth on an affair. So, and they're all a bunch of cheaters and liars. They have been every season. All I of know. them. Why do you think I relate so hard to them? I am trash. <laughs> I am complete garbage. These are my people. Let's simmer down. Oh they need God. some, they need somebody in there to be like, guys, this is who we are. We literally smoke cigarettes by a dumpster. This is who we are. We fit right in. Come on, let's, <laughs> let's do it. Back in the day, I could really, but not anymore. Okay. Um, so I also want to say that the people that are comparing Sheena sleeping with Eddie Cibrian to Raquel sleeping with Tom Sandoval and saying, what's the big deal are crazy. Sorry, but you are because there is a big difference. Ariana was one of the only people that was nice to Raquel. They had a friendship and you don't do that to your friend. It's shitty. You don't do it. They were basically, this wasn't some bullshit relationship. They own a house together. They have a life partnership. They were basically married without the marriage part. So and what? And what did you uh, to pivot back? What did you think about Sandoval's uh, second statement? Oh, about. Uh, I mean, listen. They're not. When it comes to these type of situations, I was thinking there's never going to be a good statement. Like there's never going to be something yeah. that there's not going to be something that's going to leave us Everybody's like. Everybody's going to oh, take it apart. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. That man could have, or Rachel could have been like, yes, we're garbage. Fuck off. And everybody wouldn't be like, okay, yeah, you're right. Like, you know what I mean? So. Right. Right. But Nobody's I. He's going to be happy. I didn't even want to skip. I tried reading Rachel's, but I was just like, first of all, I know she didn't write this. Um, no. Second of all, it was like a mini series and I'm just like, Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going on and on about mental health and right. I know. Whoa, stop making excuses as well. Like, Just say you're a hoe and go with it, please. And an and an untrustworthy bitch, allegedly. Now you're just describing me. Thank you. <laughs> well, okay. So Kristen, I was listening to her uh, podcast this morning, and she said that Schwartz only found out about this a month ago. Oof. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that Schwartz told Sandoval that he needed to tell Ariana before it blew up in his face. And he humiliated the hell out of her too little, too late. Mm. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you believe that Schwartz only found out a month ago? No. Well, cause there's all these other theories online that um, Sandoval told Schwartz 
that they orchestrated the whole shorts hooking up with Rachel thing right. for the show. So that right. way Sandoval and Rachel can have their thing. Right. Allegedly. But I mean, that yeah, seems, they, more, that seems I mean, more feasible. And I don't know. I mean, but are they that smart? I don't know. Like, that's what I no. think maybe Sandoval and Schwartz are. I don't think Rachel is. I think Rachel's an idiot. I think she's you know, sociopath, but I don't think she's that clever necessarily. Um, apparently later in the season, whenever Sheena's getting married, they also disappear at Sheena's wedding, the two of them for like three hours. Nobody can find them, I think. God, three That's hours? Just I, I know. Really? Twenty minutes. I mean, twenty I was minutes. Say, for what Sandoval needed to do, they could have been gone for ten minutes and call it a day. He, and- he's not twenty two <laughs> years old. He's not performing several times a day. Come on, I'm not buying it. Twenty minutes. He's done. And then and that's only because it takes him 10 to get his pants off. So, <laughs> I mean, listen, ugh, I can't. Well, Kristen also said she was with Ariana at TomTom when she found out. Um, and she said that I guess he had dropped his phone and Ariana picked it up and she just felt something told her she had to look in the phone. And she did. And she went into the photos and he had the screen recording of a FaceTime of him and Raquel masturbating with each other. Oh, the visual. Just, the visual. The visual just hurts my head. Hurts oh, and my that's, head. And that's why she said, or Rachel said that it's like revenge porn type of thing, which that's embarrassing. I, I don't want anybody's private nudes to get leaked like that. So no, definitely not. Definitely I mean, not. So, I mean, yeah, the, you have evidence, I guess, but Girl, I mean, how explicit do we need to get? At that point, do you want to go no, have them and watch sex in person? No, and sending them. I did she send it to Sheena because sending it is what she might have a problem with because you're not allowed to do that by law. Send somebody else's. Yeah, what I heard news. was that it was sent over via fax. No, I'm just kidding. It was sent <laughs> over and um, <laughs> it was sent over, and that's when Sheena confronted Rachel, and right. she, that's when Sheena allegedly punched her in the face. Now, when right. I heard about the punch, I'm like, how much damage is Sheena gonna do? Really? That's like getting hit with some uh, fucking. She's teeny. Chop. She'd be more di- do more damage with those nails of hers. I'm like, okay, it's like has. getting clocked with a fucking chopstick. Like we're good. Like she's very yeah. tiny, and we saw her. Um, but apparently, she did throw her phone in the gutter, though. Well, that that hurts me more than the affair. These phones are expensive, honey. Kristen said that Ariana, first thing she did was call Rachel. And Rachel was just walking around like a dummy talking on the phone like she was talking to anybody else. And her and Sheena were in a bar. And Sheena's like, oh, who are you talking to? She's like, oh, I'm just talking to Ariana. I've been having an affair with Sandoval for seven months. Matter of factly is how she said it. And then Sheena took her phone after that, I guess, and threw it in the gutter where Rachel belongs. None of this is funny, but I have a nervous laugh and just picturing her saying that to Sheena. So so casually (laughs) to quote Heather Dubrow, she's not very cerebral. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. The human equivalent of cotton candy is the great Katie Uh, Maloney would say. Oh, good Lord. It has just been such a week. I'm curious how it's all going to keep playing out. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that they are filming. They added two weeks to this season and they're redoing confessionals. What do you think? Do you think they're going to, at the end of the season, they're going to, I thought maybe they would just like be like 
three months later. You know how they'll do that. And then yeah, hit so you. I think that's what they're planning to do is that okay. they're going to get to the finale. Right. I can already see it. You know, we've been watching these shows for 10 years. And so they're going to get to the finale and it's going to fade to black and white and it'll say like six months later. Exactly. And then it'll be... Because this went so mainstream, because it was on Time Magazine, New York Times, MSN, like everybody was covering this. Everybody, today's show. Those are the headlines that are going to flash across the screen. Because if it's one thing Bravo loves, it's mainstream headlines. Mm -hmm. Like when when Jen Shaw was arrested, they flashed all those headlines. You know, shout out to all the bloggers because they've gotten their little shout outs too. But we're going to get like these mainstream headlines. The cast is going to fake react because they weren't being filmed when they reacted. Right. Um, right. So they're going to fake react. They're going to show Sheena acting like it's a funeral. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're going to, I don't know. I heard that they filmed Sandoval and Rachel kissing at one point, like during their conversation. Oh, the one they had just recently. Yeah. I heard that they filmed and that Sandoval said he doesn't quote, want to be in a bad light. And I'm like, there is no good light left, sir. There's no good light. You there haven't is... been in a good light anyway. For exactly. Quite some time. Like you and you just need to go, but right. it's, it's terrible, but I will probably also go to his uh, restaurant when I go to LA. <laughs> oh, I'm going, I'm going. And I'm going to drag Darren by pump and sir and Tom, Tom and everywhere else as well. If I'm like, like I know that Schwartz and Sandy's is not in that neighborhood, but I will be in that neighborhood. So I will go peek into every single restaurant. I'll go sit at the bar and have a drink. Yeah. Why I'm going not? to, I'm going to be in LA in a few months and I'm like, do I want to go? And I'm like, duh, yes. like, of course I'm going to go. Like, how are you not going to go? You gotta I, go. I don't watch the show because I'm some moral person. Like, listen, we love the gossip. That's what Bravoholics love is mess. And this is good mm-hmm. old, good old fashioned mess. There's nothing. Right. I mean, there's some darkness, but it's not as dark as the yes. shit we've been through with Jennifer Shaw, no with way. Erica Jane, with no Teresa. Ju- These are federal lawbreakers. Like, and then when you think back to even longer than that, when what Taylor Armstrong went through season two of Beverly Hills, that mm-hmm. was some dark shit. Oh, so that's yeah. why I think we're, I think we're all secretly like we can't get enough because it's just juicy gossip. It's right. gossip, gossip, and the world gossip makes the world go round, whether you like it or not. If you don't like it, then I don't know. What right, the and this doesn't mean that we don't feel terrible for Ariana because we do. Yes, but... we, two things can be true. We feel bad for her, mm-hmm. but I can't wait to see how this turns out. Oh, <laughs> me neither. And so, what I have to find out is they're filming in two weeks, and I think I'm going to be in LA while they're filming the reunion. So where will they go after the reunion? That's what I need to see. So if they're filming when I'm there and I see that they're filming, they're going to go to Sir, I feel like, after. On the ground. We need to DM L them oh, yeah. and just say, hey, friend, how you doing? Darren's going to fucking kill me. <laughs> the whole trip is going to be dragging him around to, like, find these people. He's Yeah, he'll he'll make it work. He'll, he'll live. So... Anyway, should we pivot now to Drew and Ralph? Because we have a little gossip about them this week, too. Yes, on the East Coast, because uh, all of this pump rules nonsense is in the West Coast. Now mm-hmm. we're going to let's take the red eye to the East Coast because Ralph and Drew are going through their own separ- separation. What did you find out, Leslie? So I, I found out that uh, in recent court documents that were filed, Drew says that she does not want to be responsible for the debt her husband Ralph racked up spending money money on trips and gifts for not only one but his multiple mistresses oh 
Not so surprising though, but disgusting uh, anyway, but not surprising. And, and they were married with kids. There's a whole layer of like, Jesus Christ, just keep it in your pants. I don't understand. Or get divorced. Don't do that to somebody uh, or your kids. Mm. So Drew also says that her husband is not only a serial cheater, but made a large unauthorized or made large unauthorized unauthorized withdrawals (laughs) from her business bank accounts to pay for women he was sleeping with. So he was like a sugar daddy too. And Ralph is demanding that Drew immediately be evicted from their marital home and requesting he receive half of the royalties from the music she has recorded. I mean, yeah, who is buying her music? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Thank you. He going to get 50 cents from that demand. Exactly. But anyway, my bad, Drew. I love you, Drew. <laughs> Drew says um, to the court that Ralph has wiggled his way into every work project that she has in an effort to get him as on to get him on camera as much as possible, which I believe. I believe that too. When we were at BravoCon in line for the photo op with Drew and Marlo, Ralph yeah. was walking down the um, the rope, just saying hi to everybody. And of course, right. I got my picture. I asked if I could put my arm around him because I'm a whore. Right. And but, Which actually is a nice thing for him to do, but like he he's not doing it out of the goodness of his own little heart. I can no, it was very much. much yeah yeah. Um, the not the downside because I don't want to downplay this, but I think this is all happening now that the season is done filming. So I'm curious if they are pulling uh, Vanderpump Rules and sent production back to capture all this and let it mm-hmm. be like end of season stuff, because now when the season premieres, Atlanta premieres, we're gonna probably look for signs too yeah we're gonna watch and look for signs and right we're gonna watch with different eyes because like watching something and then watching it again and then again and you see it different ways every time the more information that you have um so drew also says in february he became physically aggressive with her Mm. to the point of Mm. her considering filing a restraining order and she took her kids to chicago with her which i believe so terrible uh, Ralph says he's the one that paid the bills during the marriage, but she says it was her that paid the bills using her money. I was going to say he, he probably yeah. thinks that logging on and using her bank account counts for him paying the bills or yeah, something. It's like, that's, hello. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I may pay the bills and it is my money. We're married, but it's not the money that I, I'm not going to be like, oh, I spent all my money on you. Like he's not making any money then. Exactly. And it kind of it kind of really made me reframe or it made more sense now why maybe mm-hmm. she was, why she was hesitant to go through like the formal legal adoption of the kid. That's not his biologically yeah. because that was part of their storyline. Uh, season right. 14 where yes. he was supposed to adopt or didn't, or they hadn't adopt. It was, it was very questionable. Like, well, why hasn't he formally adopted this child? Right. And I know that marital struggles was a part of her storyline on the show, but and it, it always makes it feel different once it gets real like this. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. you see you see the gossip and you see the show and you think how much of it is for the show. But once shit hits the fan like this and it's in court documents and it's yeah. real and it gets dark, that's when I'm like, oh, okay, well, damn, it wasn't for the show. <laughs> like this yeah. real I shit. I could always tell with Ralph. I don't know. He was just rotten to me. I, I just felt he was awful and just so, so yeah. abusive towards her. Definitely one of the house husbands where 
Bravo fans were all collectively like grip, like disgusted mm-hmm. by him on the same page. He's up oh, there yeah. with like Jim Bellino and like all those gross Definitely. men from the past. Definitely. Like, well, I so, hope, I wish you all the best. I wish yeah. you all the best. I hope that she is um, protecting her peace as much as she can and that the kids are all right. Because at the end of the day, these are my friends, whether they know it or not. And <laughs> Exactly. I, I don't really hate any housewife. There's some housewives I do hate, but I won't even bring their name up. But um, No, but you hate them, but you still appreciate them for what they give and the reason that you hate them, I feel like. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I'm not a Jill Zarin fan, but I appreciate the fact that she is annoying because she creates mess. She has to be, you know I what mean, I mean? I so, did want to gossip yeah. about um, Brandy Glanville. Oh, what did what did we hear this week? I didn't hear anything. Brandy Glanville, her lawyers are demanding that the studio executives release the alleged harassment audio. Oh, after so for those who don't know, Brandy Glanville and Caroline Manzo uh, from Jersey are both going to be on the All Stars Housewives, as I call it. It's the Ultimate Girl Strip. They mm-hmm. filmed the season, and while they were filming this latest season, season four. Uh, Caroline Manzo claimed that Glanville touched her in the breast and genital area without her Mm -hmm. consent while they were off camera. Um, But Brandy Glanville's attorneys uh, released, uh, they sent a letter directly to NBC and they said it is absolutely unacceptable that your company Mm -hmm. would knowingly and willingly allow such a story to take hold in the media without any regard for the truth or the impact on Ms. Glanville's reputation. First of all, let's stop there. Reputation. Mm -hmm. Glanville's reputation. That is very generous. That's how you know these lawyers got paid. Because first of all, the reputation wasn't really pristine. Anyway, that's just my own little sidebar. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Um, But her lawyers make a good point saying that uh, everything being reported in the press is a cynical ploy for ratings. Wow. The idea is presumably being that viewers' interest is now going to be piked by these press reports about Glanville's alleged behavior. They both claim, uh, supporters of Caroline and Glanville, have both claimed for weeks that the audio is going to confirm their version of these alleged events. Uh, It said in that bathroom, as the audio will confirm, nothing inappropriate or illegal Mm. whatsoever occurred. As you both know from your investigation and the audio and the video that you have, the women washed their hands before returning to the party where they enjoyed some food and chatted throughout. Caroline appeared to be having a great time. She didn't show any signs that she wanted Glanville to leave her alone. Overall, this entire incident was comprised of some flirtatious conduct and kissing between Caroline and Brandy. And all of of it was mutual and consensual. Um, the letter, the letter oh that, yeah, the letter that the le- the lawyer said also says that the two eyewitnesses were Gretchen Rossi and Alex McCord. Woo! Oh man! All right. Well, I it remains to be seen, but listen, I, the lawyers made a point because watching? yes, the interest is piked. I want to see for sure. Now, when one of your this is where I'm torn now because one of the witnesses is Gretchen Rossi. Now listen, she's like we be- a QAnon follower. How can we believe what she says? We believe that that face down, cotton ball face having woman is going to be like honest exactly. about this. Right. I don't know. But Alex exactly. McCord, Alex McCord, on the other hand, is honest. I mean, yes. cool. you know. So again, I can't wait to see how this turns out because 
I do feel bad for everybody, not just mm-hmm. Caroline, but I don't know. Like, I don't remember Caroline on Jersey being some stunt queen like this. Like, why would she just no. make this up? You know? Me neither. Yeah. So I definitely wanted to spill this gossip because it's getting lost in the shuffle of all the scandal. Right. So I don't know if Brandy was Everything. strategic in rele- in sending this now because they're so distracted by um I know. I know. Everything else. Well, I but, guess we'll see. Do we know when this one airs? Well, I'm thinking it's going to air in the summer because uh, Girls Trip 3 starts in a couple of weeks here in yeah, March. Yeah, the 23rd, right. So if we get like 10 episodes of that, maybe mm-hmm. or late early late summer, early fall, we'll get part four. But right. they did film already. And last but not least, before we do recaps, um, mm-hmm. I wonder, because you know, speaking of Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. our our girls in Beverly Hills love to talk about lawsuits and gossip. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you heard this one, but Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Crystal is being sued over a car collision uh, that she was apparently involved in. Per the legal documents, a woman alleged that she was rear-ended suddenly and violently. <laughs> I mean, what other way do you run into somebody? It's I'm like, really that- sudden. I mean, they're not going to be like, oh, hey. Let's drive up slowly and just tap this. Per- I mean, it's a- suddenly, okay. It, suddenly, yeah. So I feel it's a bit of a money grab based on the gossip that I read because of Crystal's brother was driving and he said mm-hmm. that he admitted he was distracted. But the reason it's messed up is Crystal and her husband weren't even there. So it's so like, why are they suing Crystal? Was it her exactly, car? Exactly. She's suing the brother, Crystal's mm-hmm. husband, and must her, have been uh, his car then. Yeah, she said it because yeah. it was her car, and they hired him as a driver. They're financially responsible. It's like, no, uh-huh. girl, you just know they got some coin, and you want probably. Them. So stuff like that keeps my husband in business. So no, <laughs> keeps me in shoes. Holla, <laughs> and we love them shoes. Let's see. You know what? So I, I just wanted to be messy and bring this up because Crystal. Yeah, of course. Is, you know, Crystal and me have history. So have it's just uh, a c- couple more things to touch on and then we can head to the recaps. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Do these real quick. So uh, Jen Shaw reported to prison and coach read us her first journal entry. And I know a lot of people didn't listen to it because it was nine minutes, but because I'm doing the Lord's work, I listened to the entire thing. <gasps> um, basically it was just her playing the victim again, worried about her and, you know, what, what prison is going to do to her and everything like that. Not one ounce of remorse for anybody, but herself complaining about brown bag breakfast. I mean, what did she think it was going to be room service? Eggs Benedict. She's all like, where's the menu? Um, so wait, I didn't listen. It's her husband is narrates. Mm, Wow. He reads her entry. I guess she emailed it to him. Um, but it took like a couple weeks because they read every email and everything before they're allowed to send them. So yeah, okay. so I'll I'll keep track of that just so that I can like laugh at her because you know what was the remorse for all her victims? Exactly. Only and it's a herself. good it's 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 no doubt it's gonna be brought up next season. So we have yeah. to be ahead of the game here. For sure. Uh it appears that somebody forgot to pay their liquor license fees at Pump and Tom Tom. According to the most recent license details under California Department of Alcohol and Beverage Control, both spots had their liquor license suspended as of Wednesday, March 8th. So Listen, we'll see what Carla, happens there. It is. I saw that headline and I was like, mm-hmm. who who was in charge of the bills? Because LBP, you know, LBP yeah. is 
pissed because that is a terrible over yeah that's horrible that's why people go there to drink not for their you know less than stellar food sorry (laughs) yeah i've been okay yeah i've been to pump and i was like okay it's it's, it's pretty but the food is fine right the atmosphere is what you're there for and the drinks so um and then i'll end this gossip on a happy note stassi and Bo revealed that baby number two is a boy uh, they're super excited about this and Stassi's new road show, the Mommy Dearest Tour, which is coming to a city near you. And I, it's coming to Fort Lauderdale if I'm around and I feel like it. Maybe I'll go. Yes, I still like Stassi. I know what she did was wrong. I hope that she's evolved. I think that she has. But I'm not going to get into that conversation because I feel like I don't want to be dragged for still no. liking her, but I really enjoy them as a family. So, absolutely, I think um, my opinion on the entire cast, not just Stassi, it mm-hmm. fluctu- it fluctuates a lot. But Stassi was definitely um, a pivotal role in, the, especially the early oh, yeah. seasons, seasons one and two and three. Like she was just iconic, and um, like you said, hopefully people grow and learn. And uh, I do wish her the best in terms of her pregnancy. So, me too. All right, so. Let's take a little break for a second. And when we come back, we will get into, what are we going to do? Do you want to do Jersey first? Yeah, we'll do Jersey and we can touch on the two reunion episodes we got this week. Perfect. Okay, you guys, we will be right back. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to East and West with Mario and Les. We are now going to get into Jersey. Woo! All right. It was another episode in Jersey, another episode in Jersey hell. I mean, heaven. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We are starting off, and I am really liking Danielle. Danielle is making a good impact on me, the new girl. Um, She feels feels very natural. She fits right in. Mm -hmm. I'm still getting to... um, I'm still teeter-totting with Rachel, uh, the other new girl. Like I feel I like, like Rachel too. I like her. I don't think she's bad, but I'm still wondering, like, I don't know. Like she seems to, um, and I get it. Like she's very shocked by the women. Like, cause she was very shocked during an argument. And that's a little crazy. And what did she think like, she was uh, but I think Sesame Street? I mean, but, but to Rachel's credit, when we went to BravoCon and you see them argue in person, it hits completely different. I'm just <laughs> that like, is true. Holy. that is true. I'm like, because I can't imagine seeing them fight in person as like, but right. when, when you have seen them in, in person, uh-huh. it's like, I would be in shock with her too. But Danielle just seems to know what she's there for. Whereas Rachel right. is still probably processing that she's there. Yeah. So um, anyway, we start off with uh, De- Rachel having her parents and grandma come over. It was a really cute scene of Rachel and her family. I really enjoyed watching Rachel's family. Um, Me too. Her- her grandma, she told, she talked about us about her grandma and how she's a pistol. And oh my god, I love her. She reminds me of my nana. Oh, uh, it was such a cute scene, and I love that her grandma gave her like step by step. She's like, "This is a phone. You pick it up. You push <laughs> I, a button." I know. I love. That. I, I love, love that. that that so much. <laughs> it was just hilarious. The um, Rachel mentioned that she wants to have another kid, but she re- her husband reminds her that they already have a three month old. Mm-hmm. 
the older kid doesn't want siblings. So they're going back and forth with, do we want another kid or not? I do think that Rachel does want another one, but it's good to see, or we'll see if uh, that comes to fruition. Um, Rachel then shares with her family that Jennifer Aiden was slamming her nose job. And what was funny to me is that nobody in the family was like, oh no, she's wrong. Your nose job isn't ugly. <laughs> you know, her mom just said something like, who would say that? Like, but she, she wasn't like, oh. She's oh, how, how dare her? Her mom was like, yeah, I know. It's like so embarrassing, right? <laughs> uh, then we got another cute scene of Melissa. She took her daughter Antonia for a driving lesson. How much does Antonia look like Melissa before Melissa got all the work done? So I mean, much. no so shade. So much. I know. That is no well, she's shade. She's a beautiful girl. No, yeah, Melissa. Because No shade to Melissa or to Antonia. Right. But because when they show old pictures of Melissa before her nose jobs and stuff, I see Antonia because mm -hmm. Antonia is also beautiful. And um, right. uh, Melissa updates us that Antonia is doing better after their move because last season she wasn't happy. Right. Um, Melissa then tells her daughter to keep her relationship with her cousin separate from the parents' drama and to always respect her auntie, Teresa. I found it a very interesting juxtaposition between how Melissa talks to her kids about the drama versus Teresa's conversations right. with the kids because. Teresa and her daughters discuss her brother not wanting to walk her down the aisle. It felt very, when seeing Melissa be more of a authority mother figure to Antonia, whereas mm -hmm. Ter Teresa was almost talking to her like her equals and bashing right. her brother with her kids. Right. Right. So I, I don't know why I found that interesting, but I did see a comment that stood out to me was that Gia mentioning that her uncle and Melissa were in her life that she saw them all the time before Louie was in the picture. Right. That producer asked her like, oh, when were things, you know, good between you guys? And she said right before Louie came. But, but that's also not aligned with what Gia said last week. Because last week she was saying we never see them. Right. So right. I'm, I'm trying to keep what up. I, I'm not trying to accuse anybody of lying. And I know that editing always plays a part. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. like the cool kids say the math ain't math and because last week you said we don't see them this week you said he was always in our life so i mean right oh we were at their shore house we were this we were i know i know yeah it's it makes no sense and now we are setting up for what's good going to be the salacious engine that's going to keep this season going uh jennifer aiden is meeting melissa for lunch mm -hmm. jennifer then tells melissa <laughs> how margaret encourages melissa to date another man and specifically a baseball player uh melissa is pretty taken aback by this jennifer tells melissa to just be careful with marge because the mm -hmm. marge is dangerous and production shady ass shows us a full collage of all of margaret's failed friendships <laughs> i know i know but you know what? I think that Marge, like I happen to love Margaret and I think that she keeps it real with people and maybe she has information and this, that, and the other, but I don't think people like it when you keep it real with them. I, I think people don't like it to be called out exactly. and they don't like confrontation. And so it's hard to maintain true friendships without that sometimes. So yeah. So Melissa really took it with a grain of salt. I think she could have acted more, but I, because I think they see what Jennifer's trying to set up. It's like a mm -hmm. feud between Margaret and Melissa. But, right. Right. Uh, we then go over to the Fessler's house. The other Jen, I'm gonna call her the Fessler. She's having a mm -hmm. Southern theme party. She's mm -hmm. 
naively hoping there's no drama, but come on, this is <laughs> this is the Real Housewives. Was she crazy? I know. Get it together. Uh, Melissa tells the Marsh that Jennifer was implying that Margaret is trying to get Melissa to leave Joe. Uh, Melissa also tells the group that Danielle has issues with her brother over Instagram. And I agree with Rachel, who is surprised that something so insignificant caused the siblings not to speak. And mm -hmm. I think there is so much more to that story. It's not I just some Instagram stuff. No way. I digress. Uh, we get a friend of Jackie, the shade, catch it. We get Jackie. <laughs> Uh, she still hasn't learned how to brush the back of her hair. Oh my she God, <laughs> girl. girl, and especially if you're going to have extensions in. I don't want to see that tape. Exactly. If you're going to talk shit about how somebody looks, brush your hair, first of all. <laughs> my um, God. She arrived. She has no interest sitting next to Danielle. Jennifer and Teresa also arrived. And Jennifer is immediately thrown to the fire and questioned about her arrogance. She says she doesn't brag. She just explains facts, which, you know, I mean, really? I, Ruby's like, Ruby, Jennifer's Ruby's lying. Like, yeah, she's a liar. Ruby comes Mar here. Margaret confronts Jennifer about her comments about being a bad friend. Mm -hmm. Margaret tells Jennifer that her only friend is Teresa. Jennifer then tells Marge, I have a family, which is something you never know what it's like. <laughs> and then Marge tells Jennifer um, that she is nothing but a disheveled little druggie and that she has a happy marriage, which is something that Jennifer, does. they were both just hitting below the oh belt. Oh my God. Like, they were both below the belt. And that's something I take, um, not offense to, but like, um, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of right now, but it, smoking pot does not make you a druggie. I'm sorry. Exactly. It's to me, it's like, now. it's better than alcohol for you. When have you ever been hung over from smoking a joint? Like, no, and that's why when you call somebody a druggie, and if people didn't know or remember that Jennifer Aiden mm -hmm. smokes weed, they're not mm -hmm. going to correlate weed to druggie. Like, they're going to think, well, what drugs is she on? Right, you know of I mean? course. So that was a pretty the bit- slippery um, slope, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit of a low blow. But again, Jennifer was also slinging at Marge. Oh, so horrible, yeah. They just wanted to hurt each other. Um it was funny when the Fessler stepped in as a referee and she tells him, I have neighbors. You guys are being so loud. And Teresa was like, yes, my house. I have six acres. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, if I was a neighbor, I'd be there with like my hand over my ear listening at the fence. Oh, with my phone raised up, honey. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, Jennifer then calls Marge a stupid old lady. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which, Which Andy is pointed out the other night to Marge on Watch What Happens Live. We're the same age. And I'm like, well, so you know, well. <laughs> You know, some things can be true. Sorry, Andrew, you're not right. stupid or old, but you, we are women of a you're certain older. age. older, right. We're all older. I literally cackled when Dolores was like, I wish they would just fight. At this point, just fight it out. Get it over with. <laughs> the good old days of Patterson when you just slug it out and punch somebody in the face. Where are the good old days? Kids oh these days. God. And I don't condone violence, but. Um, I grew up in the Jerry Springer era, so it was very normalized to me to watch people physically hurt each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, back in the 90s, we would watch talk shows where Jerry Springer, these guests would just beat the shit out of each other. And yep. we would just be screaming, Jerry, Jerry. Right, exactly. So I would just, if I'm there, I'm going to start screaming, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> so they, that's my sign. Like, that's the bell in a box ring, bitch. Right. Somebody swing. Right. Um the, the Fessler asked Jennifer to leave since this is out of control and Teresa leaves with Jennifer. Now I saw people on Twitter upset that the Fessler told Jennifer she had to leave, but it's like, do y'all forget that she's Margaret's friend? Like she's Margaret's friend. She should leave. I know it's a show and whatever, but 
Margaret that, was going to leave and yeah, the Fessler and, wasn't happy about that. So and she it's made not like exactly and it's not like the Fessler didn't let them fight for I know they fought way longer than they showed so absolutely yeah ultimately it's like she did what she had to do I was very supportive of her kicking out her non-friend out and mm -hmm. so we then get to Valentina who is Danielle's daughter the birth the Barbie theme party they hired a woman to play Barbie but the woman that Danielle looked more like a Barbie than the woman they hired mm -hmm. and definitely Jennifer arrives with her daughter Olivia Jennifer Aiden um, Olivia mentioned she wants to be a therapist when she grows up and she wants to talk to like Just basically couples yeah and to me it's like wow that's to me that's sad that to telling. me it, yeah it showed me that she is very aware of what's going on absolutely because, and she's only nine yeah it's it reminded me of when Gia a few seasons ago said she wanted to work in uh, legal justice for immigrants right, right. I'm like wow people really want to do what they are personally impacted by affected like, by yeah absolutely exactly so which is telling for me because when I was growing up I always wanted to be a whore so I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yo grandma I need to talk to you what the hell did, what what gene did I inherit from oh your ass if, if I want to be when I grow up as a whore then what the hell man <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding everybody knows I don't have to grow up oh to my that. god um so yeah, so she tells her that Rachel asked Jennifer how she's doing after the fight with the more with Marge. Um, Valentina gets her big entrance. I thought that was cute. Yeah, very cute. Um, Teresa and Louie discuss Margaret calling Jennifer a disheveled <laughs> drug addict. It is then mentioned that Margaret encourages Melissa to leave her husband since she could do so much better. I don't um, think she was doing that. I disagree with that too. I think she was just, I just trying to build her up a little bit because joe was being yeah. mean to her yeah and Teresa admits that she only uh made up with margaret because louis told her to keep her enemies close and she's mm -hmm. but it also really is telling that Teresa is going along with this melissa gossip because it's like girl that's your sister-in-law like you know this is gonna air you know mm -hmm. this is going like come on um and then Rachel and Danielle you know were probably told by producers to join in the conversation and mm -hmm. Ter Teresa is telling them to quote do their homework about Marge and <laughs> Teresa also tells them to pay attention and to me mm -hmm. I'm like girl the last time somebody told you to pay attention a table was flipped so don't tell nobody okay. to pay attention, pay attention. That attention. Was, please I'm like oh my god we're full circle Teresa just told somebody to pay attention <laughs> And that's where the episode ended. Next week, we go back to the charity event. Mm -hmm. Frank is still being Frank, trying to keep Dolores oh close God, to him. God, he's such a simp. Um, I miss our relationship. Get over it. And Teresa's meeting with the therapist who's advising her to just let her relationship go with her brother. And praise God, I hope she listens because I cannot do this again. Um, yeah. And I did, enough. but I did listen to Melissa Gorga on Two Teas in a Pod. Okay. Oh, I haven't listened to that yet. I, that was on my list. Girl. Well, Teddy, you know, Teddy Walters, as Tamara calls her. <laughs> Teddy asked her a good question and said, do What'd you think that this, do you think that this is going to impact you on the show? Like how ah, is this? Gonna... Mm -hmm. And Melissa admitted, she's like, well, yeah, I think that 
you know, she's like, we're waiting to see how the reunion goes. And Melissa was kind of giving me backpedaling vibes. She was like, I just want to be at peace. I just want to, you know, uh, move on. And I'm thinking, girl, you just want to save your check. Stay on the show. Exactly. Right. Because you just want to stay on this show. Just stay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it's just me or what the general audience thinks, but what I've seen, and I know Twitter is not the majority, but what I've seen is that Melissa and Joe aren't really being, they're coming across more petty than Teresa. And at, for once. 1,000%. Exactly. For the first time ever. Because for the first time ever, Teresa is doing what old Teresa would never do. Like Teresa's initiating phone calls. She's apologizing. She's going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Whether it's for the show or not we're still seeing a different side of Teresa, which is probably infuriating if you know her in real life and she's not like that. But I digress. If she's not like that and whatever you want the truth, uh, editing's not going in your favor, bro. Like at this point, you're coming across annoying because you don't even want to film with her. Then listen, if Teresa's trying, you're not. Production's going to be like, all right, toodles. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. I'm curious how the reunion's going to go. Um... Me too. But I don't think that at this point, I don't think one of them is going to come back next season. If I had to put money on it, I would think Melissa. Yeah. Well, they're not going to get rid of Teresa. That's just not going to happen. The show not. They're not going to do it. I mean, there would be a mutiny on Twitter. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? We would show up in a mob. An insurrection on Bravo headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> a, ter- a Teresa erection. Oh my God, oh, the earrings. Lord. So that's where Jersey. <laughs> that's Jersey. It's been a it's been a solid season. Nothing like tremendously mm-hmm. amazing, but it's also not boring. So I I'm no. excited for the rest of Jersey. Definitely. So let's move along to uh, let's touch on the Real Housewives of Miami reunion part one. Um, now y'all know that I don't love a reunion because I feel they drag sometimes they can be boring. They don't get to the good stuff until part three. Um, but I gotta tell you, this was pretty entertaining. I mean, I was watching like, holy shit, just right out of the gate. They don't play in Miami, Miami. And, and what's, Mm -hmm. what I also enjoy about Miami is that they, it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like they're doing it because they know they're on a show. No. This is just the relationships these women have. And it, right. that's, I think that's what makes it even better because other reunions, Potomac, other reunions <laughs> are, it feels extra contrived and it feels extra phony and like they're right. doing it for the show. It very, very much gives me natural organic stuff here. Oh, me too. That's just how they are. And I, I completely believe it. Um, we have Larsa. She's chatting backstage with Andy, and she has her new boyfriend, Marcus, with her, finally admitting that it's her boyfriend. Finally. finally it's about time. I mean, we all knew. Uh, Andy compliments all the girls on how beautiful they look, wishes he was straight, which is kind of funny. Uh, and then, um, I'm not sure I'm buying that, but uh, Larsa shares that Scotty Jr. is now playing for the Lakers. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was good for her. Good proud mama moment. Absolutely. Uh, I didn't realize that Gertie lost 25 pounds. Wow. Me neither. I, 
That's, I didn't even think she had 25 pounds to lose. I know. I'm like, where'd they go? Because she I, I looked amazing know. on the show. But no, she was her. naked, basically. Naked in chains. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. It was like chains. <laughs> that was a very crazy. loud dress. I mean, my God. Uh, Julie, Julia also mentions that she stays in shape by lifting bales of hay for her goat-wearing diapers <laughs> that she's bringing around to parties. And by the way... I have to say it. Staying in shape by lifting bays of hay is very lesbian of her. I love it. Oh, it's I so, it's so tracks. <laughs> very tracks with the lesbian aesthetic because I don't know any gay men, and being one myself, I, you ain't gonna see me lifting no damn bay of hay. Like <laughs> I, uh, uh-uh, no, no, thank you. So when I heard that, I was like, of course she probably got there in her overalls and her combat boots. Of course. You know, well, I go- know, you know, I don't know. I know like my son, my, my middle son, I, for those of you who know it's gay. And every time we would ask him to help move furniture or do something, he's like, I don't do that. I sure is uh, very <laughs> supportive. The, when I moved last year, all I did was literally drive. Uh, my poor, <laughs> my poor brothers did all the work. I hired painters. I hired a carpet. Like I ain't doing none of that shit. If I can get to a point <laughs> where I can just pay somebody, thank the gods that I'm there. I'm like, okay, I just want this. I want that. And I need this. I need, and you know what? And maybe I'm perpetuating a stereotype, but if you like it, I love it. It's not for me, but look, Julia, keep, keep lifting your hey girl. Hey, but I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> um, so I liked the fact that Andy asked Nicole about all their money and how they afford that lifestyle. Cause even though she said that you know, they didn't pay the $44 million for their house. They did pay $13 million, and that's not like chump change. So Julia shares that Martina has been dealing with two types of cancer, um, and she had just thought that she had swollen lymph nodes from her shingles vaccine, but then it got scanned, and she discovered she had throat cancer and breast cancer, but they are both stage one, which is good. Because that is promising and hopefully she can recover quickly from all of this. Um, Lisa shares with Andy that her daughter, Elle, has no idea what's going on with the divorce, but Logan is painfully aware of the situation. Um, Andy mentions that they did reach out to Lenny to see if he could come to reunion, come to the reunion, and everybody just got quiet, like waiting to see if he was going to be there. The fact that Lisa was okay with it, I'm like, girl, have you not been embarrassed enough? Like, I wouldn't want to know. I know. But but listen, she's she's a producer at the end of the day. She's probably like, oh, this would be a great scene. Of course. Well, they have to think of that. But I guess he wanted no part of it, which is understandable. Uh, Andy brings up Lenny's hot mic moment. And she says it confirmed everything that she thought. And she didn't hear about that. Like, she didn't hear that until she saw it air. So that had to be shitty for her. Um, but what I don't get is she said that she caught Lenny in the hot tub with this woman a year before. And apparently this was the same woman who he was having inappropriate messages with on Instagram. So don't tell me that this affair just started because he seems that he's been done with her for years already, just the way he treats her and talks to her. So I, I mean, I know she's hurt and it's awful what he's done to her, but how did she not see this coming? I think because it actually happened. Like, I think at the end of the day, like I said, like, guys, I know we learned or we said last week, her agreeing to host the Halloween party with him was very telling of her perception of their relationship. And I don't know if she's just hoping they get they stay together or I don't know if they had some sort of arrangement, but maybe Maybe. because he actually went through with it. it Right. 
I was going to say a punch to the gut, but she ain't got no gut. So a punch to her body. <laughs> so it's like, girl, but like you said, mm-hmm. with the fact that the lip liquor has been in her life the for lip a while, liquor. <laughs> I mean, that's what they said she did. So she did. We saw that on the video. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did say that she still buys groceries for him. I would be like, bitch, order your own groceries. She's probably to do it. She's probably using his Instacart and is like, let me add some stuff to myself because yeah, she's like, oh yeah, Lenny, so. I got, I'll get your bananas. But shit, I'm going to listen. I'm going to add some shit for me too. Let me give her my address and be like, give me some fucking. She wants her crunchy peanut butter or whatever it is. And everything bagel oh, smooth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so she does mention the Halloween party, which I think everybody thought she was insane for throwing and the lip liquor couldn't come because of the restraining order. Mm. Um, and that's good. I mean, at least she wasn't there in her face. Uh, exactly. Lenny was flirting with other women at the party. Oh, another woman. Another woman. Yeah, another woman. Left with her. Um, and then Andy asked Lisa if Lenny ever let her know that he was upset with her going out. And Lisa, Lisa mentions that she was out with her girlfriends till 4 a.m. and came home to Lenny being annoyed with her. And she was very hungover the next day. And that's the day he was like, I want a divorce. Now I do, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with her on the one part that Miami is a late town. When you go out, I don't go to dinner at 10 PM. I go to dinner at the latest 9 PM. I'm not going to a 10 o'clock dinner. Usually I like seven, between seven 30 and eight 30 for now, dinner to start. Educate my ignorant self yeah. because I've only heard about Miami nightclubs. Are they really open till four in the morning? Oh yeah. Like people are there to like, yeah, I think they're open later than that actually. Because like, over here on the west is just open all the time over here on the west coast in california like last calls at 1 a.m and we have to be out of there like that's why so when i hear it's early yeah so when i hear that they're open till four i'm like who has the energy first of all um but even in my 20s i don't think i would stay out till four. i wasn't a clubbing type of person i would go for a little while but i wasn't i'd rather sit somewhere where you can hear yourself think I wasn't, I'd rather sit on someone than be, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. In those days. Exactly. Good old days. Um, but yeah, so, so I get why she's out, but she, I, I also did agree with, she's allowed to go out. I mean, I have girls night. She said she was going out about once a month, but I don't really buy that. I think she was going out more than once a month because I would see her like in her Instagram, like out boots on the ground. Leslie has seen her. Right. Mm-hmm. I have seen her. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think it's okay to go out. Like, I go out. Darren goes with his motorcycle club riding every Thursday night. I have my book club. I have my girls' nights with my friends. And it doesn't mean I'm out doing anything. I just think Lenny Lenny is controlling and wanted her to be where he wanted her to be and when. You know, like, he just, I don't know. So, anyway, uh Lisa mentions that she does contribute to their family with the spa business and that she has never been paid for working there. She also says she's no longer in love with Lenny and feels like she would tricked by him and she would not reunite with him. I don't know if that's 100% accurate. Yeah. Um, I mean, she she thought about it a little too hard. Yeah, I think so too. She's now dating a tech mogul who his name is Jody Glidden. I looked him up. Um, he's backstage as well in her dressing room. I couldn't find much on him. He doesn't have an Instagram and his Twitter is very like businessy. So I just know that he, he lives in Miami. He runs some kind of tech company. I don't even know what the company does for that matter. 
Um, we move along to Marisol and Adriana coming out, joining the group. And of course, Mary, uh, Marisol's on a bullhorn, a blinged out bullhorn. I was triggered seeing a bullhorn at a reunion because the last time a bullhorn was at a reunion, somebody got their hair pulled and I was like, please now put it away. Mm -hmm. Uh, We get into the whole BBL storyline and Adriana claims to have only invited Larsa to come so that she could get her to own her work. I mean, Mm. who even cares anymore? We all know it's fake. Larsa also said that this guy wasn't her boyfriend. So what is it? You know, what is it? I, I'm telling you, we all know it's fake. Somebody posted something yesterday. I think it was in our group text. That it was on Twitter that said that her ass looks like a tooth. And they, <laughs> they, they posted like an outline was, like a tooth with that, the roots. As that's, that's the picture I sent to because yes, I'm just like, yes. oh. That was on point, I got to tell you. It, it actually that does. Was, it looks so weird. And how do you but, buy clothes? For that but ass. to me, and then shout out to the producers for showing us a 2011 footage from her first mm-hmm. season where it was completely tiny and small mm-hmm. and cute. Mm-hmm. And I'm very distracted by her butt, but I I can't imagine her just claiming it's real. But anyway. And then she also said her boobs got bigger when she started working out. <laughs> I have to laugh. I exercise five days a week and I'm still with my little barely B cups. So I don't, that's bullshit. Your My boobs have never gotten bigger from working out. I, mean, I know. Listen, she's gonna, if, if that's her truth, if that's her lies. Fine, and her truth, but my God, I'm not believing it. I don't believe it either, but it's hilarious that they sit there and they, you know, everybody on that seat, like. They're all looking at her like, wow, you are such a liar. You're such liar a face. fucking liar, Camille. Liar face, I know. So then Andy asked Marisol about her chronic drinking and was fearful she could burst into flames since she is 80% alcohol. She defends <laughs> her drinking because she says she is only doing it for her product tasting. Are you? I mean, come on, dude. Really? I- I'm not buying that. Um, exactly. She says that Nicole drinks more than anyone. And she's really mean when she says it. And I don't understand that. I, I doubt I... Nicole, the anesthesiologist, is drinking more than Marisol, who I think gets up and drinks like a screwdriver. No, sh- no shade. You do what you want. But like. And to me, it's on. like. Nicole has never stricken me as an angry drunk and this is the second year we've seen her so I think Mm -hmm. that if they if she was like that they would show it so Mm -hmm. I know I know and she was angry at her engagement party but she was defending her career and her husband plus she had that crazy father of hers there who was just trying to tell her do you remember that like he was like your husband's gonna come home at 11 p.m and then she like cut him off like no and then Marisol I don't want to hear it Marisol went for a reach when she said that Nicole's mean and she's like she punched me and they that was not a punch like you you Nicole Marisol touched Nicole first and Nicole was yeah. like don't don't touch me I know exactly so so Nicole tells us that she is spending time with her dad and she explains that the relationship is complicated because she spent a month in the ICU after being hit by that car when she was a kid she's trying to process everything that's happened throughout the years and believes that the show is helping them to mend fences, which of course Larsa has a problem with because she says that they're belittling a grown man and he shouldn't have to apologize. Well, you know what? I I don't agree. 
I don't agree everybody's either. capable of an apology. I don't care how old you are. I, you should be respectful of each other. It, just because somebody is older than you doesn't make them right. It doesn't make them, you know, immune from apologizing. Exactly. And you know what? Shout out to my cousin Alba, who gave me a very good zinger. Uh, she's also a Miami fan. And she said, you know what? Larsa wants Nicole to accept her dad, but Larsa can't accept that her ass is fake. So who is Larsa to tell anybody what? <laughs> right. What to accept? She's right. Larsa lives in, you know, Deluda land. Reality. And, yeah. And so I told Alba, I'm like, girl, I'm going to use that zinger because that was a good one. So mm -hmm. I wish Nicole would have thought about that one. Like, bitch, you want me to accept my father, but you can't accept that your ass is fake. So don't come over right. here. Right. I mean, my God. And then Andy throws a little shade to Larsa by saying that Marcus is closer to Scotty Jr.'s age than hers. Oh, that was true. And then Larsa couldn't do the math. No, well, I mean, I mean, Andy, Andy brought up the star comment to Alexia, and then he tries to get them all to see if they have narcissistic tendencies. Now, I don't think they're all narcissists. I do think Alexia has those tendencies. Who mm -hmm. says that? I was born a star. Just because your parents tell you that, okay, that doesn't make it true. Great, have confidence, but. Who says that? She a real, like a moron. you know what? She sounds like a moron, but I have to play devil's advocate. I love my house. I love my housewives that delusional. Yeah. I need a good delusional housewife. Oh, and yeah, of course. No, I not all, that. not all of them need to be delusional because you do need your balance, but mm -hmm. I'm glad one of them up there is very delusional and devoid of any critical thinking because Alexia sounds any. like a moron, yeah. complete moron, but it's like, I'm it was hilarious. I'm laughing at her stupid ass. I'm like, girl, thank you. No, she has like no humility and it's just, I don't, I don't even, understand. Even her BFF Marisol was kind of looking embarrassed. I was just like, oh my God. I know. <laughs> and then she told that, she said that Gertie is difficult to work with. Well, I think it's the other way around, most likely. Sure. And she For says sure. that Gertie has castrated Russell. It doesn't seem that way to me. It just seems that Gertie, first of all, they've been going out since high school. Second of all, or no, not going out, but like they've been together since high school. And now obviously they're married. But I think that he's just the quiet one in the relationship. I think he's the he's quiet the... one. And I think that he's one of the husbands that, is just there because his wife makes him film. I don't right. think he cares about the show. I don't think no. he cares about any of that. And when you don't want to be on the show, obviously you're going to sit there quietly and just fulfill your wife's obligations. So to me, right. I'm like, okay, shout out to this husband for at least going along with it as much as he can. Exactly. exactly. And he's, he doesn't seem comfortable on camera. He doesn't no. seem like, and Gertie, like myself, talks a lot. So it's like, okay, that's a balance. If he is the quiet one, it's a balance to her. And I genuinely feel that they like each other. And oh, so, I do too. Yeah, I do too. He doesn't so, seem castrated to me. He no, really doesn't. He can castrate me if he wants. Though, but, <laughs> but that's a different conversation. That's an entirely different podcast. Um, so Andy brings up the stupid, ignorant Russian prostitute comment. Just another <laughs> ridiculous thing. And Alexia says that she now understands that there is an astigmatism. Um, I believe that that is something that happens in your eyes. Exactly. Um, you know, it's a stigma. It's a stigma. Uh, anyway, Julia thinks Alexia is now making a genuine apology after being hammered on social media. Yeah, that's the only reason I think she's making this apology. Exactly. I don't think she cares. Um, she gets called out on saying that, how do we pronounce this guy's name? Theory? 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 Was mm -hmm. married, um, and and she 
says that she did not, you know, how to scroll down to see the current information. But then we find out she, well, she says that um, Adriana rents her men and says that the men get a hard on to be able to film with a housewife. Okay, maybe uh, some men, but maybe no. some, maybe some. I know. can't see. And didn't she try and we find out that she tried to set Adriana up with a guy that was married? Was it this same guy? Is that who they were talking about in that part? No, this was back in 2020. Adriana okay. brought Alexia's text, printed out from them. Right. They were friendly. Right. And Alexia was encouraging Adriana to date a married man, yeah. which Adriana right. declined. That was a good zinger for um, oh, yeah. Adriana because it's like, girl, like now you care about this. And that's why y'all better delete your threads with people you don't fuck with them like that because. <laughs> Because you can scroll, that iCloud will save every time. Like you can scroll up mm -hmm. and over and over and it'll bring shit up from 2000. Absolutely. I have Say received... it, forget it, write it, regret it. Exactly. Like, Thank you, Jimmy I mean, not that I know, but if you're going to be a whore, you don't want anything in writing. <laughs> no. no. Don't ask me how I know. Yeah, no. <laughs> But anyway, so Larsa gets rightfully called out for saying that Anthony and Nicole's son was born out of wedlock. Yeah, she's like, well, I never called him a bastard. OK, she didn't use the word bastard, but she said that's so rude. And I'm sorry, but we are in 2023. You do not have to be married to have, to a, have baby. a kid. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. And Andy was definitely annoyed at that as well. I mean, he exactly. has two kids. He's not married. Are they bastards? No. Exactly. And to me, it's like, oh, really? well, I mean, if Lars is that traditional, why is she having sex out of marriage then? You know what I mean? So it's like, right. what is, when is it tradition then, Miss Larsa Pippen? Like, right. When it works for you, only when, when it it's works, convenient. Like, sure, her. he might be a size, whatever shoe size, good for her. But ultimately, it's like, <laughs> okay, now you want to be traditional though. Like, a kid right. out of wedlock is bad. Sex out of wedlock it's is fine. not. It's fine. Right. Makes no sense. Uh, yeah. So Andy then calls Alexia out on not apologizing and she just really has a hard time accepting it just like her Jersey twin Teresa. Mm. I mean, I do think the difference between listen, they have a, it's almost eerie. They almost even physically look alike. I know. But um, the difference I think with Miami and Jersey is that in Jersey, they're more scared to call out Teresa. Yes. Whereas in Miami, they were all like calling out. Oh, Alexia. nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. They yeah. Just they all were call all calling out Alexia. Right. But in Jersey, when Teresa's that blatantly wrong, they're sort of just sitting there like letting her be wrong. And they're just like, well, you know. Right. Exactly. That's, that's they're just, afraid of her. Yeah. That's just Teresa. Teresa being <laughs> Teresa. You know me. I'm Teresa. Oh, that excuse um, can only last for so long. But yeah, it was it was intense. Um, but I'm glad Andy called her out and not apologizing. Me Continue. too. And then he has to scream at them since, the, of course, they're all screaming over each other. Uh, mm. Lisa thanks Alexia for having her lawyer friend help explain some legal issues that she was dealing with. And but she's not happy over how the women behaved. Um, and Anthony did not apologize to the lawyer. What? No, he did. He did. He did. Oh, he did apologize to the lawyer. Yes, okay. Anthony did apologize oh, okay. to the lawyer. Yeah. Oh, he did. Okay. All right. Did he send him chocolates? Uh, I don't think he did, but I just need Anthony to send me something. 
I just want him to send me something. I will be happily to receive whatever Anthony wants to send me. Well, I did find out the other day that the lawyer, um, the daughter of the lawyer and the son of the lawyer, the daughter who was there and the lawyer, my friend is also friends with them. So I need to get some more information on that and find oh. out if they were like shell-shocked when that happened. Um, so Alexia, the victim, thinks that she was attacked all season. Of course she does. Uh, she then comes after Lisa and suggests that she is the one responsible for the cheating. No, that because, is not okay. Yes. So for added context, Lisa said that Alexia may have turned people off when she called herself a star. Mm -hmm. And so that's when Alexia says, well, if you thought like that, maybe Lenny would not have cheated. Right. I literally gasped. I died. Like, it takes a lot for me to gasp watching the show because we've seen it all. Mm -hmm. I but know. That, that level of disgusting, it was just so absurd. You know, and I think Lisa seems like a confident person. She's a good mom. We, we've definitely seen that this year. Like, if you're confident your husband's not going to cheat on you, that doesn't even make sense. And I must have been mad when I wrote these notes because I said, if we go with Alex Alexia's ridiculous theory, how did this self-confident star have two husbands that weren't faithful to her arrogant Barbie self? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Thank you. But I mean, it's uh, true. Like, okay, so true. two of your men have cheated on you. So yeah. were you not a star then? Right. I no, mean, she wasn't a star then. Yeah, apparently. The hypocrisy is real with her. I mean, so real. So that ends the episode there. That Next ends the episode. Yeah, Kiki joins the group and Larsa gets called out for her nasty comments all season. Um, you know, it was for a reunion for part one. I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty Very good. Entertaining. It was, I'm liking that Alexia are getting called out and getting some heat for their nasty comments. Me um, too. I don't know how I feel about Adriana yet. I like her. I don't like her. I like her. Same. I don't like her. And I go so, back and forth. Yeah. She did say terrible stuff about Frank or, you know, the accident comment was uh, disgusting. Right. But uh, Alexia just finds a way for me to like, oh, like, girl, why? Like, I'm, I, know. I was just on your stop. side up until this little moment. So, she just whoop. puts her foot in her mouth like exactly. every time and says something so stupid that you're just like, damn girl. Yeah. So. Well, do we even want to dissect Potomac as much? Um, I think. Potomac. I mean, if you want to touch on it a little, I I'm good. We can you touch know? on a little bit. I think the only, I think everything that's been going on with the Scandival and Jersey and Miami mm -hmm. Potomac just kind of faded away, unfortunately. But the only thing that really stood out to me was Chris being able to call out Giselle to her mm -hmm. face. Right. Um. Other than that. You know, Candace told Giselle she was a garbage with no soul, <laughs> which, you know. I love Candace. Facts are facts. Other than that, there wasn't really anything that stood out to me as much as, um, you know, because no. we did get the extra footage of Andy confronting Robin on Watch What Happens Live. Right. Um, telling her that he initially wanted to celebrate their wedding, but then he found out the gossip more interesting. Robin retells her bullshit story about the woman dating a Ravens player and reaching out to Juan, like all that nonsense we saw. It wasn't right. really more, we didn't get anything too new than what they said. Mm -hmm. um, Robin sounded stupid when she said that she thought Karen was going to bring it up. So why should she mention it? She said that the affair happened in November of 2021 and they didn't start filming till March. So it was a non-issue to her. Um, Andy did tell her that she would have had more control of the situation if she controlled the narrative. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Andy did not seem pleased at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy was very much holding her feet to the fire. And, yeah. But it wasn't really more than we had seen. Um, I know that a lot of people on the cast even are saying that there should be some sort of ramification for Robin. I don't know if she's going to get demoted. I don't know if they would demote her. Um, but that's really where we've been with Potomac. I, much like Karen Huger, I was yawning a lot because <laughs> it was just a yeah. lot of nothing. Like I lackluster. Was, I was disappointed in Sharice because she was back again, but she didn't really mm-hmm. con- she didn't really contribute much, and she just sat there. And yeah, Andy, I know. And you know, Andy did clarify. Sharice has never once tried coming back. She we're the ones that yes. reached out to her, right? So there was that little tidbit, but ultimately it didn't really do much. So no. overall, the season was oh, it was good. It wasn't terrible, but um, the other seasons have definitely been a little more interesting. Better, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, and then soon we have Ultimate Girls Trip coming up on the twenty third. Ultimate Girls Trip is coming. Do you think they're going to screw with us and release four episodes again? I don't know. I I don't know, but whatever. It's the night before I go to LA. So I'm downloading. If I, if I can't wait, like I might have to watch them while I'm packing, but like, if not, I'm downloading them for the plane and then I'll have something to do the whole time. Absolutely. But I'm excited to see that and just excited to see, um, what these girls are going to get into. We're going to be able to get distracted mm-hmm. from the scandal. And then Definitely. hopefully, do you believe the rumor that um, Taylor Armstrong got promoted to full-time housewife? Did she? I didn't hear that. Yeah, there was a rumor late or earlier this week that Taylor, that that's why the trailer hasn't come out was because ah. they're, re, they're re-editing the trailer and the uh, some parts of the season because... Um, apparently taylor took gina's orange that's what the gossip was saying so i would believe it yeah i mean um, taylor taylor was pretty underrated uh, yeah. back in the day she she went through some terrible stuff on beverly hills but yes i think she would have been good staying on the show because yeah but you know she was gone by season four but um seeing her in orange county is going to be a different dynamic and her and Tamara had interesting chemistry on girls trip. So I know that at BravoCon Taylor alluded that her and Heather Dubrow didn't really click. I always love seeing, I always love seeing fancy pants argue with somebody because she does it so good. Yes. She does it so like intelligently. Exactly. So I love because season 16 was like her big comeback and she, it was, everybody seemed scared of her. So I hope that, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but yeah, I have so high yeah. hopes for sure. And, you know, it was funny. And one of my friends uh, asked me how the pod was going and I said, Oh, you know, it's going good. Yada, yada, yada. We did break a thousand downloads. Thank you everybody yes, for listening. Hey, we might've broken 1200 by now, I think. Holla. But um, he was like, he goes, well, now mind you for context, he's not a Bravo fan, but he's like, right. so what happens when a city's not airing? And I looked at him and I was like, girl, a city is always it's always airing. airing so we're never not gonna have something to no, talk about and i was like not. i was like but believe me if we had to we would recap the old iconic moments because we're oh, always yeah. gonna have listen we could talk this- about gossip there's always some bravo something to talk about exactly it's like oh speaking of which i did see this on bravos and cocktails but i don't know how accurate they are 
Sometimes uh, we, don't, we don't check sometimes. sources. No. Yeah, exactly. Somebody was saying something about the fact that BravoCon, they're going to make an announcement in May and that it's being held in Vegas. <gasps> no. What do you think about that? I'm going to be extra hungover if it is in Vegas. I know. I know. And then but- I'll have Darren come with me to that. Then he could just gamble all day. So at least I'll have company at night. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know what? If it is in Vegas, that's closer to me. Um, but I'm good with that. I'm good with that too. And to see, imagine like all the drunk Bravo celebrities just roaming Vegas. Like, <laughs> oh my God, that's worth its price in gold. Oh my God. Well, you know what, Leslie? I say this every week, but I mean it. I really love talking to you and dissecting all of this gossip. So this has been another episode of East and West with Mario and Les, where we recap the mess. I hope you have a great rest of the weekend, Mario and everybody else, because it is weekend right now. It's Saturday and we're recording. Exactly. Everybody enjoy yourselves and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.